When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. No, I agree. It's so encouraging to see what, what Joe looks like at 100% because expectations before going in the season, this guy could play at an MVP level. He's having his best offseason. And then obviously the calf injury happened. And I think it was definitely more severe than we all thought to begin with. And then the Ravens game, he tweaked it again. It wasn't as severe, but it really did still have a setback on the offense. When Joe Burrow isn't performing at a high level, this offense struggles. Joe Burrow was performing at a very high level today. And I want to get to some of the, the wide receivers right now. You know, you wanted to see more out of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase has showed up all season long. We talked about the running game with Joe Mixon, and I felt like it was his best, best game. But when you go to the wide receiver room, what did you think of Tyler Boyd? T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. All great. I mean, so the Chase one, I thought he had the best game receiving, but what was up with the ball security? <laughs> oh, Jamar. Yes, there were a couple times. So he, neither one ended up really factoring in. Uh, the one he recovered, I think that one was ruled a fumble. Yeah, because they counted as a catch. Then it came out, but he was able to recover it. The other one got ruled an incompletion. But I wanted to look it up. He has fumbled four times in his career, and that was very close to two fumbles in one game, which is what he's done two seasons in a row, like just mm-hmm. two fumbles the entire season. He almost matched that in this game. But other than that, he was obviously really good. And I mean, they tried to double him, didn't matter. Played a lot of cloud coverage, which is one cornerback rolled up, going to take away everything underneath and a safety over the top. He beat it. That was one of Burrow's best throws, too, is to the outside. Um, and uh, Chase was able to get one foot down and the toe of the other. Uh, Higgins, I thought he looked healthier. I thought he looked good in this game. I mean, no no drops that I remember. Uh, he didn't catch that back shoulder ball, but that is what it is. Those are 50-50 balls for a reason. Sometimes they don't go your way. He caught the deep ball on the shot play. Uh, overall, I was happier with how he performed today. Boyd thought was great, especially early on in this game. Um, Wide receiver group's awesome. I mean, even you get to Yosivash catching another touchdown and another play that was out of structure where he does a great job when the play breaks down to just make himself available to the quarterback so that he is in a position to catch those balls. Uh, I think that's really incredible from a six-round rookie because that's not something that I think a lot of young guys really get, like the idea of the angle that they have to be at and how to make themselves more of a viable target to the quarterback. 
but Yossi Vash clearly does understand that. And he has athleticism and good body control. Again, another body control type catch on the sideline. Don't want to take that for granted. And Trent Irwin on that one drive, even him, yes. he got involved. Man, they've got so many wide receivers and no tight ends. <laughs> Tight end is not working out for him. We're going to get to Herb Smith in just a moment, but I agree with you. When it comes to the Yoshi back-to-back -back games with the touchdown, you can even go back to the Arizona game where it felt like he had that sideline catch for his first NFL catch, but they didn't count it. it. But overall, I think in the last three games for Yoshi, it's been a confidence booster, and that's absolutely huge for what I still feel like is a steal for them getting him in the sixth round and getting him involved in back-to-back -back touchdowns the last few weeks is awesome. And even Tyler Boyd, I feel like he's kind of had a quiet start to the season, but over the last few weeks, getting him out there with this offense, it felt like Joe had a lot of confidence in, in going to TB in this game. Yeah. I th I thought Burrow was confident going to any wide receiver. Erwin, mm -hmm. Yoshi, Boyd, Higgins, Chase, like there was no point where I felt like Burrow would pass one of those guys up if they were in the progression um, because he didn't trust them, which Actually, I don't even feel that way about the tight ends, considering the bubble screen, too. Uh, man, that, that play would feel so much worse if they lost the game, because that was a huge swing. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about it. But, yeah, just the Irv Smith experiment has been an, an abject failure. I think that if there's one move the Bengals make at the trade deadline, I was part of defensive tackle or whatever help you can get there. But it might be tight end that you have to make because in backup running backs also scary, but you know, maybe they could figure it out. The yeah. tight end thing is just you're not getting even from the starter replacement level play, you're getting worse than that. And that's tough to deal with. Because in the other positions, defense tackle, they're getting above average, if not good, play from the starters. And from the running back position, I think Mixon's playing at a good level too, definitely above average. So then you look to the tight ends and the entire group. I don't think there's a single guy that you'd say like, oh, at least he's playing at, you know, like an average tight end level. Like, no, they're, they're all below that, even if they do some things well. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see what Joe Burrow said. I know a lot of the Cincinnati media members were on the sideline and they said Joe Burrow definitely let Herb Smith. He sent a message to Herb Smith after that happened in the red zone. And, and I didn't get to hear. Obviously, we didn't know. And Joe's one of those people. He's very constructive. When things like that happen, he did go back to Irv Smith again in the game, which was very surprising to me. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I thought they dialed up another tight end screen. I thought there's no way Joe's going back to Irv, but he did. And I think that was a little bit of a confidence booster for Joe or for uh, Irv Smith. But I agree. The tight end position, even though going into the season, I've always said, I don't think they utilize the tight end position as, as much as the other NFL teams do around the league. And I am going to raise my hand. Look, I love to be right about a lot of things. I was completely wrong about Irv Smith. I've been, it, it's, it's bad. It's not going that great with Irv Smith. I felt early on when he was catching some of the footballs, I was like, you know what? Irv might be back. Joe's back. Irv's back. This thing is rolling, but. It was almost man, a tough game. Yeah. There was just one play. That was brutal. And, and it's, it's unfortunate. And good, good thing is it, it didn't matter at the, at the end of the game mm -hmm. when it comes to the outcome, honestly, it would just been like, Oh, it could have been, it could have been even worse for the 49ers if they even got right. a field goal or another touchdown when they were in the red zone, which I felt very confident they were going to get points there. So I think the tight end position is very concerning right now for the Cincinnati Bengals. I still feel like they don't utilize it, utilize it as much as other NFL teams, but yeah, Irv, I'm sorry, man, not working out right now. Hopefully it bounces back and just turns it around or something. But, yeah, they just need something from that tight end spot. That's Because Drew Sample had the drop and fall down, classic Drew Sample play. He's, like, he's just not a receiver. 
<laughs> despite the nine RAS score, you know, everybody loves RAS. It's like, I, I feel like I want to send the Drew sample one to everybody whenever they talk about it. It's like, that doesn't mean they're like actually a great athlete. They just perform well at the combine. Uh, Irv actually on the other end had a terrible RAS, but I think he's a good athlete. I just, yeah. man, just brain farts in the biggest moment. And the, fumble counts towards that also i don't think a ton of people talked about it offensive line i was about to ask you offensive yeah. line let's talk about it joe went under center yeah initial reaction i'll start offensive line i want to talk about the under center thing too yeah. and hopefully we don't spend forever on the offense okay. the defense played really well too but the offensive line i thought they played great i mean that my initial reaction sometimes i've thought that and then i go back and watch like yeah it wasn't as good as i thought I thought they were great, and especially considering the competition. I know Burrow was sacked three times. I think some of that was him trying to make plays happen a little bit. Um, In the run game, I mean, some of those were just Mixon being awesome, but I also think there were plenty of plays. I was a little surprised at how much push and how much – how open things were for Mixon in the run game. I I was pretty impressed, and they moved Nick Bosa all around – uh, they had him over Orlando Brown. They had him over Jonah Williams. Didn't didn't destroy the game, and that's different than when they faced Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett did destroy the game moving around like that. So I was happy with that performance. But Javon Hargrave did have he was the one that got a sack on that one play. Bosa got the initial pressure. Not to say that he didn't have an effect on the game. He had an effect on the game. But I think when you look at it overall, they were able to mitigate that enough that they were able to just run their offense. That's what I got worried about. And the Bengals do this sometimes where they don't trust the offensive line, so they kind of turtle it, and it ends up being like all quick game, all screens, just run plays to take hits off Burrow type situation. This game, they were not afraid of going deep. They were not afraid of running plays off of their quick game and stuff that would take a second off of their screens. They ran that screen and go. Uh, so there was a lot in there that they had to trust the offensive line. Um, and they got unique protection too. I love that one play where Chase stayed in, chipped, and then went across the field and caught a ball for about nine yards. There's a lot of good stuff this week. You could tell it was a post-buy. I think that's you one could thing. definitely tell. And, and that's a shout-out to Zach Taylor. We've been critical mm-hmm. of him. I think Bengals fans have been really critical of him to start an early season, and I felt like he called a really good game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, credit to all the guys that have been under fire, right? Like Zach Taylor, yeah. Brian Callahan, and Frank Pollock, too. Uh, which, side note, man, we have to know who the coaches are because did you see – were you watching on TV? Yeah, I was. Okay, they cut to a, a ball uh, – a, a guy, a big guy with a beard on the sideline. I think it was one of the assistant offensive line coaches. They started talking about Frank Pollock, like how he used to play for the 49ers. I was like – I, I'm not 100% sure, but I am 99% sure that was not Frank Pollock that they kept talking That's about. That's CBS's A-team, too. Come on. We got to be better. I know. Yeah. It, it was a great story. Like, I love what they're talking about with it. Like, he's, you know, the run game coordinator. They're doing a great job, and it's against his old team. He won Super Bowls with the 49ers, but they didn't show the right guy. <laughs> Here's the thing. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, they have a really good record when calling Joe Burrow games. So I know, I people hate them, them, but we got to keep getting them on. We got to keep getting them on. And I actually thought it was really good when, when listening to them. I mean, Tony Romo brought up a lot of good points. He's like, look, this is Joe Burrow's best drive. It was Joe Burrow's best game of the season. It, it, it was this offense's best game of the season. And Zach Taylor said it after the game. It was the most complete game of the season. I know they left points off the board. We can look at the missed field goal by Evan McPherson early on in the game. They're in the red zone. The Irv Smith situation happened. But overall, they were in it for four quarters. 
and I loved everything about it. I am team defer every single time. That's right. You were right. You were right. I I, I failed on that early on in the season. I'm like, no, no, you got to get the ball. You got to drive down the field. Nope, not at all. Because the whole time in the first half, I thought to myself, yeah, they left points off the board, but they get the ball in the second half. That's right. Exactly. That, I felt the same is, way. And you're nowhere. You're you are in such a driver's seat when you kick the ball off to start the game and then force a three and out like they did. Yep. Like that just puts you so far. In the, and then you just go score a touchdown. So now if I'm on the other team, you don't think about this, but you do think about it. And it's like, it's so early. You don't care. But at the same time, I know I'm basically down a score and a half because yep. if, if we let them get the ball back, they're going to be getting the ball back with a touchdown lead. So like we have to go and tie this up so that, you know, we can play, but yeah, I love that they are now deferring. 